What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Raptors Community Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking mostly about the Raptors offseason and what I think they should do. First, I'm going to propose to you guys some situations in terms of cap space, uh, considering 2021 and saving a max slot to try and acquire a Giannis Antetokounmpo. Obviously, our three marquee free agents that are going on the market this year, maybe their market value, and trying to analyze what we should do in order to either save cap space or try and retool to the future. So the obvious first thing to discuss is Fred Van Vliet. As we know, Van Vliet's uh, contract is over. Uh, his market value is probably somewhere between 20 and $25 million. A team like the Knicks or Pistons, I know we're going to offer him that kind of money. He's unrestricted as well, so the Raptors likely have to match that offer um, to even get him to consider coming back to Toronto. And I guess my big question is, is he worth 20 to $25 million? He might be overvalued for a guy who isn't even an all-star in uh, this sort of situation where there's not a lot of good free agents, so the market's a little dry. And so a guy like Van Vliet is going to get paid, that's for sure. But he did prove this year, and last season of course, to be consistent and clutch in the playoffs, which can be an asset for many different NBA teams. A lot of teams are looking for a point guard, a team like the Pistons, like I mentioned, a team like the Knicks. This is a guy, he's pretty young, I'm pretty sure he's 26 years old, who has talent uh, and who can bring it on both ends as well. I guess my question though to Masai Ujiri is are you guys willing to mortgage the ability to have a max slot in 2020-2021? Because if you look at the Raptors salary for the 2020 season, they already have 86 million on the books when you look at Lowry's 33 million, Siakam's 25 million, Norman Powell's 11 million. All this plus all these other little contracts in there sums up to about 86 million for next season already. That's without having any money attributed to keeping Van Vliet. When I, I did the math and the max that the Raptors can offer Van Vliet today, considering that, assuming they don't make any other moves, only signing Van Vliet and keeping their guys around. Lowry's $33 million drops off the books in 2020 uh, after next season. So when I did the math, the Raptors can offer Van Vliet $17 million and still have space for a max slot for $35 million-ish money, assuming that the, te- that the um, salary cap extends to $106 million, which is the projected amount um, that they're expecting. So in order to actually get Van Vliet to stay, the Raptors likely have to um, move some cap space before 2021. So by signing um, by signing Fred Van Vliet to a 20 to $25 million contract, let's say, they're also going to have to be willing to trade a guy like Norman Powell and get that $11 million off the books uh, and then somehow find a way to delegate with Lowry um, to kind of keep a max slot available for 2021. Another good question is, would the Raptors want to acquire another good asset in this offseason? Because as we know, there are players that are 
good that are on the market still. A guy like Montrezl Harrell, I know he's going to get paid. Average 18-7, and seven, I believe, on the season, something like that. At only 26 years old, he's coming into his own player. He's developed. He actually would fit a good role in Toronto. He'd be a starting center. Brings that energy. And I don't think you have to pay too much for him. I think I don't know if, if you'd have to breach $20 million. I think you could get him for 10 to $15 million a year. Once again, though, this prohibits your ability to have a max slot in 2021. So the question here is, are the Raptors really, really confident and willing to put all their eggs in that Giannis basket? Or do you want to acquire some other solid pieces to fit around Pascal Siakam? That's my big question right now. Another big good thing with a guy like Montrez is you could sign him this year. You could develop the chemistry in 2020. And he will fit Toronto's timeline because you look at a guy like Siakam, OG Ananobi, Fred Van Vliet if you keep him, Montrez Hill. These guys are all in similar age ranges, under 28 years old, which sort of makes you develop into a team together in your primes. Another big question is what do you do with Marcus All and Serge Ibaka? These are two other free agents that the Raptors unfortunately probably won't be able to retain. A guy like Gasol, I know he played bad this year, but he still provides value to an NBA team. There's a lot of rumors of him going to Spain um, and leaving the NBA completely to that league that he um, created in Spain, but I don't know if he leaves the NBA. I don't know if Toronto retains him. If the price is right, sure, but I don't think his value is very high for the Raptors. He might have a fit as a lesser role on another championship team, maybe like the Lakers or the Clippers, but for Toronto, I don't think there's many options with him. I think you might have to just let him walk. Serge Ibaka is going to get the bag this year. We know he can contribute to a lot of different championship teams. Some examples of teams that could use him at the center position, the Los Angeles Clippers, the LA Lakers, the Boston Celtics. These are all teams that I could see trying to acquire Ibaka this offseason. If the price is right, though, for Toronto, I would love to see them retain him, but I just don't see that as a feasible option. Another good thing Toronto could do is sign and trade Ibaka. By doing that, you could acquire some young assets in the making, knowing he's going to leave, and build a roster by retooling towards the future. Abaka, I believe, is 32. His timeline doesn't really fit with this new Raptor squad, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with a guy like Serge Abaka, who we know is going to get paid. Now I'm going to talk about my best option for Toronto. So I'm going to be discussing, this is exactly what I think they should do. And I think that they're best off doing the following things in this order. Number one, sign Fred Van Vliet to a four-year, $80 million contract. He's proved his ability, and he deserves that contract. He's a great fit. Next to Pascal Siakam, he can shoot, he can play defense, and he's a bucket getter and he's clutch. Next, let Gasol walk. <laughs> Likely he's going to go to Spain. That's kind of what I wrote down. But I don't really know what he's going to do. I just don't think there's much value there to re-sign him and trade him. Um, perhaps you could re-sign him to something small and trade him to a team for a pick or something. But 
I'm happy with just letting him walk. He contributed significantly to our championship. I love Gasol, but once again, he's a lot older and his timeline doesn't really fit here. And then I said, try and sign and trade Ibaka considering his value. Get back some assets and some expiring contracts to match salary, of course. And maybe the Raptors can try and trade Norman Powell as well to free up some cap space, get a few more assets um, for 2021. So, And the reason why I say this is because then you can now offer Van Vliet this money without mortgaging your future of getting a 2021 max slot available. Another issue, though, with losing a guy like Norman Powell is the Raptors have to look towards the draft and these young assets that they're picking up to try and get a shooting guard to fit next to this core that we're trying to develop. Once you have the space available in 2021, try and sign the big man, the big dog. Pursue Giannis at all costs. And then after that, try and sign Lowry in the luxury tax. Or if he wants to, let him walk in free agency. Or maybe Lowry could retire. But at the end of the day, if he's still playing, try and keep that guy at all costs. This creates a potential ceiling lineup. This is best case scenario if all everything I said works out. This is the lineup the Raptors could have. Fred Van Vliet, some kind of young shooting guard in the making, maybe a Terrence Davis starting. OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then we got some young bench pieces and guys like Matt Thomas, Chris Boucher, maybe Stanley Johnson stays. There's still some young pieces on that bench. As we know, you don't have to be super deep. You need seven, maybe eight guys to win a championship. Last year, the Raptors rolled out seven guys. You had Kyle Lowry. You had Danny Green. You had Kawhi Leonard. You had Pascal Siakam. You had Marcus All, And then off the bench, you had Serge Ibaka and Fred VanVleet. Those were your seven guys that you would play. That being said... When I look at this roster, there isn't a lot of depth. I believe that over time, the Raptors will be able to develop some of these young assets that they're getting, acquiring maybe the guy in the draft they get in 2020. And I think they'll have some pieces that are going to fit around them. Maybe a guy like Dewan Hernandez grows up and develops a little bit. Uh, maybe Malcolm Miller gets better. I don't know, but they're going to be making some changes to create this new core lockdown till at least 2022 when you look at the contracts. Then OG's contract expires, and then you've got a whole nother conversation. One thing I actually forgot to mention, though, this is the most important thing. Keep Masai Ujiri at all costs. His contract expires at the end of this year. Please, Toronto, keep him at all costs. He is the best general manager in the game. And he just honestly has these ties to Giannis Antetokounmpo with the, the African connection. And... He's the genius who operates behind closed doors and will enable all this stuff to work out. He's an integral part of the culture in Toronto, and I think that's all i got to say about him. Please just keep him. Uh, once again, thanks a lot for listening, guys. This is a short pod, probably like 12 minutes or so. Um, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe. I'd really appreciate it. Also, uh, if you don't already, which I bet you do, just follow my Instagram at Raptors Community. I also have a TikTok at Raptors Community. You can follow that too. Maybe follow my YouTube, Raptors Community, a third time. So um, just try and follow me on all platforms. I really appreciate the love and support. Um, 
and I'll get back to you with another pod soon. Peace.